Okay. Uh, Daniel Esplin joined by recording artist Scott Klein. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Now, I like to start things off with my musical critique because the whole thing for me is enjoying music and enjoying the craft of it and uh, just finding different things in in music that I can enjoy and uh, cherish, you know. And with your music, usually, like, I try not to have, like, a set opinion on an album on my first listen. But with your album, after I got through the the seven songs... I I had it down in my mind exactly what it was. And for me, I even wrote it down. How did I write this down? It's the soundtrack to the scenic drive going anywhere. And what I mean by that is some of my favorite albums are albums that you could like put in the car, put in the truck, and just listen to over and over again while you're going for a drive or whatever. And you get all of these different aspects with albums that are like that. You get the chill factor. And with your album, it's got these great grooves, these insane melodies, these really good hooks that come out from either the drums or the guitar, the bass. And, of course, with your vocals, which your choruses are so catchy and simple, you can figure them out, like, first run through the song. And then the more you listen to your songs, the more you can take deeper meanings from the lyrics. And that's what I've really enjoyed. I've listened since yesterday to the album probably five times. And... uh, Uh, I've just been really, it's been a pleasure to hear it. And with all of that being said, I have to imagine you're pretty pleased with how it came together and sounds at the end of it. I'd I'd have to assume just it's, it's a, it's really neat piece of work. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty pleased with it for sure. Um, And, and so many people have said that it's, um, it's like a, backtrack to like a on the road you know like hitchhiker type you know like desert sounding i'm just like i don't you know i didn't like particularly like write it you know to like make it like that i just think it's i think it's just something that came out almost in each song you know like that that type of vibe you know and uh yeah, I I listened to it again today because I was like, man, I wonder what that that listen that you know what that sounds like again, just so that I could get you know caught up on my own music. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good record, you know. It it as a group of songs, you know, all the the songs weren't all recorded at one time, like mm. in one session. You know, they were like three. Four were recorded. I cut one song, in, and one was recorded in like Piafot, Saskatchewan, where uh, the recording studio used to be. You know, yeah. and it was in this like old schoolhouse, this empty like 1900 schoolhouse. It's like basically kind of like abandoned and run down. I've actually heard of it before. Why? One of my coworkers yeah. is from Piafot, and he was telling me about that place actually. Yeah. Yeah, so I recorded the last, I was the last person to record um, before they they got, like, a bit expected, kind of. Like, they, they got told to, to leave the, or <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever happened with the, the municipality and stuff. They got told to leave or whatever, but, um, yeah, like, they had that, like, vibe, you know, and I think not on a few of the songs, it's, Comes out, you know, that like spooky, you know, desolate kind of 
I mean, that was like the first, you know, my first recording was like there, you know, and it, it came out. And then, and then from that point, it like branched off to this, you know, information that kind of like that, you know, was kind of dumb. Well, we should we should talk about your collaborators on the album because the it's interesting that you say that it was recorded a few different times because I think I, I don't know if you if you worked on it a lot of, ahead of time with uh, the three gentlemen or if it was just like a studio recording, but it just felt like everything fit where it was supposed to fit, especially with the overall mix. Like the drums were nailed on it, getting that right sound uh, for that kind of aesthetic, and then just all the instrumentation. It just felt like it. Just just blended together so nicely and how did how did you get um teamed up with the three gentlemen um well i mean i guess it, it started it was like i had moved back to jack on and i had asked you know asked and beverage to uh produce, produce some music like i didn't really know you know how it was go or whatever but uh, i was like yeah i got you know, I'm going to record this book song. Um, how I got working with the, with the gentleman was like very, you know, like his brother was there, you know, when I went to record. And then it, was, it drove my truck, <laughs> my old, like, Dodge pickup, like, in, into Pie Pot from my sister. And, like, all my gear in the back and, like, pulled up and then. It was like him and his brother and he in the school house, you know, and um, he, they played with these wolves. Yeah. You know, the wolves so they're well versed on, on, you know, rock and roll. And um, yeah, we jammed a bit. And um, a couple, one of the songs was a little bit slower and bit, I ended up cutting it. But, but, um, yeah, and then, then I was like, then I like built into like Vancouver or something, and I was like sitting in his head, eating ribs. <laughs> and, and you sent me a picture yeah. uh, of the track, and it blew my mind. Like, it was like that, that, that point where you're like, oh no, okay, this is going to be something more. You know, then just like going and making a couple of recordings. You know, um, Leah Hansen had ended up playing on the track. Um, who was like a basic guitarist, uh, really underrated guitarist. So was that a surprise to you when his guitar tracks were on there then? Like, were you there for when he recorded or did it just show up and all of a sudden there was all of these lead guitar lines on it? No, like, um, you know, I, I did my time there at the, at the studio and, you know, Aspen and Juice and I like, spent some time on it and just kind of got everything finalized to what, like, the vocals, uh, what I wanted, you know, with the vibe of the song. And, uh, I left, you know, I went to Vancouver and I thought I was in Bath. Anyway, I was in this keg and, and, um, yeah, Ashton had, like, I guess we had, had, like, heard the track, you know, at the studio, because they were, like, jamming there. 
you know, it was just like one of those, one of those stories you hear about like old rock and roll, you know, you're like, as if those guys were partying together and then they just got together and then they just like made that record, you know? Yeah. That's exactly, exactly what happened. You know, they were, they were like, they heard, they heard the rest, he heard the record. He played on all the songs, like most of the songs. Uh, and, uh, and then, and then sent them back to me, you know? And I was like, holy shit. Like, I was like, oh no, you know? So, so then I started like, you know, thinking of like a bigger picture, you know? I'm like, what, what do I do with these songs now? Yeah. You know, like, what do I, what do I do? And I guess I was like, well, I was going to originally just release the EP, you know? So I, I released my first single and then uh, it did really well and brought on some like, good publications and got some traction. And then, um, then I just decided to record more music. So, uh, get an album together you know so that then the rest of it was recorded in Saskatoon with with Leah Anton and uh Aston Beverage in, in their recording studio in Saskatoon because they hadn't moved from Firepot um so yeah and then uh, then it was kind of like a thing you know uh yeah. and and for whatever reason like the drum the drummer and the and like Aston was also playing some guitar on there and some some bass. You know, he played like one track of drums as well. But um, everything just kind of like fell together. You know, those three play in like a band. You know, has like doing very well and has done very well. So they already like know how to play together. And um, yeah, it just really fit my songwriting and my vocal, you know, that's what kind of gave it that like haunting vibe, you know? Well, and it really feels like it, it, you couldn't really pinpoint a generation exactly where it's from, but they had all of the sounds, right? Like one of the, my favorite guitar parts are, there's actually a few times where there's like this sputtery fuzz guitar and it's like, yes, that is just the perfect thing on how it should have sounded. There's a lot of great effects. There's even, uh, I don't remember which song it is, but there's like stereo panning, which reminded me of like how they would goof around with stereo panning in the olden days. And it was just, it was really neat to, uh, uh, think about how it would have all came together in that way and it's awesome that you are also now with the record uh possibly going to be able to win the saskatchewan rock slash pop artist of the year but there is some pretty fierce competition with that of course of course <laughs> yeah yes of course like the gary the weapon megan Nash, right you know they're all they're all great you know musicians and um have i'm sure they've won in the past right oh i would assume so yeah i I believe megan has won a a few things over the years for sure yeah yeah so um i'm very honored to to be nominated and uh recognized like provincially you know for for being an independent musician like um yeah, you kind of got to do it all, you know, like where all the past, you know, the independent musician. Um, whereas, like, if you have a record deal or some type of deal, you know, you have at least a little bit more uh, publicity that way, you know. Right. Um, 
A little more help. And just, yeah, and like distri- distributing and stuff is like, um, yeah. So it's, it's nice. It was, you know, I was very honored, and uh, you know, I messaged everybody that was in nomination. You know, like, hey, you know, cool that we're, you know, hope you win, hope congratulations, and um, you know, and then I checked out all their music to see like you know, obviously what the competition was like. For sure. You know, was, and, uh, yeah, all, all very good. Like, I mean, you know, weapons music is, has like really kind of shot off on the radio and has, has had like a lot of plays and they're like, they're doing very well writing with some good people and recording with some good people right now. And, uh, you know, like the Gary's and Meg, and they, they're like nominated in like a bunch couple different categories and like album of the year and alternative artist of the year um yeah so uh, you know i was like i was like asking music i was like hey so what genre am am i you know and i'm like am i am i like folk artist or am i like a you know alternative artist or rock artist or and then they just like they're like definitely alternative and rock, you know, sure. artists. But but uh, yeah, because I because my like you said, it's not really like genre specific. I'm like, oh, that's 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 rock and roll. Uh, it definitely has different elements. Um, but the more I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, it's a rock and roll album. But right. um, there's there's so many vintage sounds in there, like you know, Aspen and I, like, we wanted to make it, or I wanted to make it sound vintage. It was, like, my number one thing. Like, I wanted it, you know, and, uh, you know, if it was up to me, it would have been, like, very stripped down, very, like, mm. you know, uh, very vintage sounding, as if it was, like, Johnny Cash in, like, an open room kind of thing. Right. But, um, wasn't really realistic, you know, uh, but <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't fit like, he's like, okay, this is what it sounds like, like how you want it, you know, like we need to put more, more in there, you know, um, as far as like drums and bass and stuff goes. But, um, I, we, I always wanted psychedelic or a little bit psychedelic. As well, with right. Like the panty, with the panty, make it like British pop, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was like, that was like purposely done, you know? Uh, but, you know, we were all confused about like what it, what it is, you know, <laughs> or was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So is it country? Is it rock and roll? Is it folk? You know, it's like kind of all, which is, which was cool. You know, I got reviews in like a British pop, you know, a blog in in the UK and and then I would get like a folk right up in in like Nashville or something you know yeah. so uh, I was like oh okay I guess it's folk then I, you know I guess it's rock and roll I guess it's you know British pop you know right <laughs> so I don't I you know I just kind of made the music you know I didn't really like try to uh, and I. I don't know. That's what I like about it. Is that it's not, 
pigeonholed into it. Well, and it's neat to think that you had a different idea in your mind and that even you were able to be surprised by the finished product when it was all said and done and hopefully gain a, a new appreciation for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, um, it was like, like the raw form. Like I was listening to one of your, one of your interviews before. And one of the guys said it was like the raw form, like, you know, me and a guitar, you know, mm-hmm. writing me, songs in my basement or something you know or in my room you kind of you're just like you kind of think that that's what it should sound like you know but then you get world-class musicians like playing on your record and like well probably use the drummer (laughs) and the bass player and and the guitars you know that's like uh you know a world-renowned artist you know so um yeah i definitely got like organically like it, i i mean i'm kind of speechless because um yeah i got, I got lucky really you know really lucky so as an artist now are you continuing to write songs and has it influenced how you're writing them like are you thinking about that sort of sound with new stuff that you're working on um Yeah, yeah, like, uh, there's been a couple songs that I've written just for acid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, be like, see, I can write like this, you know? Um, so, so I have written a couple, it, yeah, to like, to like show that I can write in, in that way. But like, I, I have like basically a couple of genres that I've, writing like a rock and roll genre on it writing like like a folk like count that genre you know yeah. and it kind of comes out in the middle somewhere and you know you lean one side to the one side or the other um which is which is good i guess but um yeah yeah like i have just like so many songs that that i could pick from as far as like um, writing goes, I just yeah, um, I think I for this record I just listened to like what I thought I needed to record, you know, mm. like I was just like mm, this one's kind of coming up at this time, like maybe I should give it a go, you know, give it the you know courtesy and and record it, see what see what you know the producer thinking, you know. Uh, you know, if it fit, you know, with the other songs, or yeah. So, so now I just, you know, I have more songs to record. Um, I'll be getting, I mean, going back in the studio this year. Um, yeah. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what that what it comes like. I de- there's definitely going to be some elements out of like my last. Um, album that like songs that didn't make it on that album and, and yeah. songs, you know like some carryover like the vibe i'm sure it's gonna carry over yeah um you know with like most artists like there'll be some carryover and then the next one will be kind of different and then the next one after that will kind of have some carryover and then you know four albums from now it'll be different from this one but like there'll definitely be some 
some interchanging um, writing. You know, like I had written this one song that I cut from this album, and it was like just kind of like rooty country song, you yeah. know. And and I wanted it to be like you know, and, and like listening back on the recording, it wasn't that bad. It probably could have made it on the album, but at the time I was I was like, no, it's not being on the album. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, uh, I set it up. You know, I, I made this nice. I, we made it faster, you know. And uh, Aspen has suggested, he's like, oh, man, they speed it up a bit. And uh, that's what I was fighting with him about. Not fighting with him, but I was like, man, I want it to be slower, you know. And he's like, hey, well, this is what it's going to sound like. It's like, you know, 70 beats per minute, you know. Right. So slow. You know, it's just dragon. It's dragon compared to the other songs. So um, that song, that song, I did speed up, and I have played it live. Like I played at the Capitol in in Saskatoon, and um, it sounded awesome. So I think like that'll be. That's, it's called Cocaine Cowboy, right? And uh, yeah, you don't yeah. want that one to be it's, slow. It's not slow. It's like kind of like a boot, a boot stomping song, you know. Sure. You have to like wear wear cowboy boots and stomp on like the hardwood floor. <laughs> um, but 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 yeah. So so that one will that one will definitely carry over into the next album. Um, and I have some other some other slower ones that didn't take it on this album because it was a little bit of a rock, little bit rocking. So sure. Um, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, those ones, you know. I can I can make those work inside a rock and roll album. Well, it feels, or at least it sounds like it was a good decision because, as I mentioned, the groove of the album just is so nice all the way through. I think that's the one thing that really makes it so much more enjoyable is that you can literally go from song to song and not feel like you have to skip one and uh before we wrap things up i want to actually mention because i i did also say i i like your choruses they're so catchy even my kids were singing along to your choruses after the third or fourth go around right and uh the one thing that I really like about it is the more I listen to them, the more I pick up little lines here, there that are almost like universal, like anything could pick them out. And they, whatever people come of them are probably nothing close to what you had. But uh, the one song that I'm going to be playing besides the two that you picked is Jesse. And the reason why I I was listening to the song and I, I laugh pretty hard because uh, with the first chorus, it's uh, you're singing about making a girl cry. And then right after that chorus, you start listing all these crazy things. And I related to it so much because I was like, anytime I've made a girl cry, I just start saying crazy stuff too. And I don't even know if that's what it's about, but I keep coming across little lines here or there where I feel like I can relate to it. And I think if you if you just keep writing songs like that where you just have these great lyrics like that, I think you're going to have a lot of success uh, because... I really enjoy your songwriting. It's been a real pleasure to listen to to your album here so far, and I really look forward to hearing whatever else you come out with. Uh, the last thing we got to talk about, though, which uh, you mentioned to me earlier, is you were a former foe of the Bruins with the Millionaires. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I played uh, junior hockey, and what well, I, I played junior hockey, um, but. Uh, I was playing for the Millionaires, and we would go up and play the Bruins all the time. Yeah. And and when I was playing 
in Scripture in Saskatchewan, like, I mean, every every year we play the Bruins, you know, we either go up to Estevan for, you know, Estevan or Waver for a tourney. And then, you right. know, yeah, so like outstanding rival, rivalries there. Um, yeah. So I was, I was hoping that like maybe some guy at work would be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I used to play hockey with that guy. Or, right. Is singing now? <laughs> you know, so it's like a, a contrast, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, like uh, my uncle used to live and work, work over there. Um, in the mines and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's an honor to to be on the radio radio there. Um, I think my I have some relatives in in uh, Wayburn too, so maybe maybe they'll pick it up. So. Yeah, that'd be nice. We we'll send it around. Just get your whole family just to relentlessly pressure the PDs at every Golden West station, and they'll have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I really look forward to being able to play your music on the radio. I think it's going to really add to the to the station and everything. And I want to thank you so much for your time here today. And uh, I just wish you all the best success in the future. Yes, thanks for listening and thanks for having me on.